0: Hello, good morning, welcome to another episode of The Daily. This episode finds you on the 2nd of June, Wednesday, and I hope that your day is already off to a good start, that you woke up on the right side of the bed, but if not, you know, perhaps you woke up this morning anxious, worried or frazzled and annoyed at the lack of sleep. It's my hopes that this time that we spend together looking to God his word, spending time in his presence, will refresh, will rejuvenate you, will realign your hearts and minds to God and his purposes for your life. So with all that being said, let us begin the podcast. Well folks, this morning, Amy and I put our baby girl into a first day at infant care now the experience was harrowing to say the least you know we were uh, anxious we were concerned of course you know uh, we were packing up till late at night uh, uh let me all be honest i shed a few tears um but she is she's doing so well she has done so well and it's such a joy as parents to see uh, our kid grow up uh you know she's changing every day uh learning new skills and uh growing uh, really really fast and so uh This time has been really precious. One of the things that we noticed uh, with our baby girl uh, in the last month or so was her growing ability to express herself. She could express herself when she was hungry, of course, when she was tired. But also toys that she liked, Uh, you know, actions or movements or gestures that we made. She could express uh, herself uh, to let us know whether she liked it or or she didn't like it or it scared her. Uh, One of the things that she's been expressing uh, to us of late is her desire for our attention. Now, I'll be honest, at times, playing with her, uh, even though she's really cute, really fun, I get bored and distracted at times. So midway while playing with her, I might fish out my phone, go on Facebook, Instagram, reply some texts, what have you. And I would notice that every time I fished out my phone and would be on it, whilst I was playing with her, she would uh, frown and she would be really upset. Uh, she would you know, start making uh, you know, really loud screaming noises to try and get my attention. And so, I don't know, maybe you developmental psychologists out there can educate me. But I think she is aware <laughs> when she does not have my full attention and it upsets her. So I've been on purpose trying to put my phone aside when I'm playing with her so that she uh, can get my undivided attention. Now I wonder if you two struggle with this. The simple task of paying attention, of giving your full undivided attention to a task, to a person, or to a moment. Because this day we feel perpetually pulled away from being present in our lives. Technology has flattened our world in such a way that we have this illusion that we can be present everywhere. The world is available to us all the time. It's beckoning for attention and giving us a kind of access to be everywhere, to be present with everything happening everywhere in real time. And compared to this you know, pseudo-omnipresence that we have at the touch of our fingers, right? Our present moment, where we are at, what we're doing, seems boring. A place where we would seek escape from. Now, not many of us physically run away from the moment, but we do so in incremental measures. A screen check here, an update there, an email here or there that demands a response. It's as though the screens are tugging at our attention, I don't know whether you feel that in your own life. When you're at work, you think about home. When you're at home, you think about work. And oftentimes, rather than living your own life, being present in whatever moment you're in, you seek and desire or you're put into observing the lives of others. Now, many of you would be aware of this simple fact that as human beings, we are hardwired for authentic connection with others. Not just information, not just being connected on an app or clued into what people are doing. We are hardwired for authentic connection, for life-on-life, for the sharing of hearts to be relationally known and seen. And it's been said that if people don't receive this in their foundational years, irreparable damage can occur. Neglect in childhood can create insurmountable obstacles to forming functional relationships later in life. Henry Cloud, uh, the author that wrote uh, this brilliant book on boundaries, uh, also wrote about this phenomenon. He writes this about babies. If you feed babies but deprive them of meaningful relational connections and attachment or bond, they will grow as they should, but they will have lower body weights, experience more illness, and in extreme situations, they can develop a syndrome called failure to thrive and it is a term that means exactly that they're hitting a false limit, they are not thriving to their full physical potential. The danger from a lack of connection goes even deeper. It's not just what we can see on the outside. If you look At their brains on the brain scans, as many researchers have done, you will see literal black holes, spaces where the neurons did not form, where neurological systems did not grow. The physical hard wiring of their brains is incomplete. That's why we see behaviour deficits and performance problems later. These kids are trying to meet the demands of reality without the circuitry needed to do so, and the reason they have those limits is the lack of relationship of human connection. And now what facilitates this connection that we're talking about, that we all are hardwired for, is the basic idea or ability of being present to one another and being present to a moment. I Think about the story of Moses in the Bible. As a child, he had a miraculous escape from death and was raised in the household of Pharaoh. Then Moses learned the wisdom and wonder of Egypt But after committing murder, he fled in exile and took the lowly job of a shepherd. And scripture tells us that one day, while leading the flock to the back of a desert, the desert, he came to Horeb, the mountain of God, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And then verse 3 of Exodus chapter 3 says this, Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And then Moses said, here I am. And we, thought, we know that this was a definitive encounter in Moses' life that launched him into his purpose and his destiny. Moses was willing to stop and pay attention to this great sight. And as he turned his attention toward God, God spoke to him. Now, I wonder how many of us miss the voice of God, his work, his activity in our lives, because we have lost the simple ability of being present, of paying attention. We are far too distracted as a people, with our mind space occupied by so many things. We have what one researcher calls the plasticity of attention, Human attention, honestly today, has become the most important commodity in our world. And notably so, this battle for our attention, our inability to sit and be present uh, in a moment to others, this sense of disconnection also bleeds into our faith. We often talk about God being absent from our lives. But this culture of distraction, I wonder if we are the ones who are absent from him. Gordon Miskolsky writes this, In the digital age, it may be the case that the classical debates about the presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist or communion have been inverted. The question with which we may now have to wrestle is not, in what way is the Lord present in the supper?" Instead, the question is, in what ways are we present? Now this probing question confronts the spirit of the age. Are we blaming God for his absence when we are the ones no longer present? What a haunting question. See, our lack of presence or ability to pay attention is not a secondary issue that we can choose to ignore. It's central to the quality and depth of faith of our spirituality. Most of us will not be tempted to deny our faith to walk away from Jesus, but many of us will be so distracted by the cares, by the affairs, or the world, by entertainment, by hobbies, that we will very likely settle for a mediocre version of it. And so we come back to that question. In what ways have we been distracted? In what ways have we not been able to give our attention to God? And have we missed out on God's voice, His word to us, an encounter with Him because we are so distracted, because we have lost the simple ability to pay attention, to tend to God, to his presence. And I love that in the story of Moses and the burning bush, that God spoke to Moses and said, this is holy ground, remove your shoes, remove your sandals. Now, author and pastor AJ Soboda, uh, who reflects on this story, tells of this moment he had with his son. He had a young son at a point of time, and his son saw uh, AJ wearing his shoes, and then he started to cry. Because even as a young child, he knew that when his dad had his shoes on, it meant that he had somewhere to go. And when his shoes were off, it meant that he had nowhere to go. And he goes on to reflect on that story that we just read in Exodus 3 that the act of Moses taking off his shoes was, in a way, God saying to Moses, Have nowhere to go, stay here, tend to me. Pay attention with me. Don't be distracted. Don't rush and don't move past this moment. Don't leave. This is holy ground. And I wonder for us today, what are our shoes? What are things that we ought to remove before we come to God? To mark it as a holy, sacred moment to give him our full attention. Maybe we don't leave and don't roam around with our shoes on, but we leave and roam around with our phones next to us, of with our minds. And today there is a sacred and holy invitation to all of us to lay aside, to put aside our shoes, things that distract us, things that allow us to roam and to instead give God our full attention and devotion. And when we, like Moses, turn aside and look at God, He will speak to us. He will meet with us. So this morning, let's spend a few moments doing so. I invite you right now to remove anything, be it in your mind or things that are around you that may distract you. And let us take care to carve out the next minute or so to tend to God, to give him our attention. I invite you right now, wherever you're at, to close your eyes and lift your hands before you. Take a deep breath in. As you do so, picture yourself breathing in God's presence, His breath. And as you breathe out, feel your shoulders loosening up as all weight, anxiety, burdens that you've picked up during the week are exhaled and expelled from your body. And as you do so, take care to sense God's presence that is in the room that is upon your body even now. The Bible tells us that our heart and our flesh shall cry out to the living God. Your bodies were made for God's presence. Your bodies were made to feel and sense the presence of the Spirit of God. So let's spend a few moments being present to God, taking care to Feel in our bodies God's spirit that is surely upon us even now. And so let us just spend a few moments tending to God, paying attention to his presence and his spirit upon us. Let's spend a few moments doing so. amazing i hope that wherever you're at today you felt god's abiding presence on your body upon your life that you could sense god's peace coming upon you as you begin this day and i pray this over you this morning that as you go about the affairs of your day that you will feel god's abiding presence in such a tangible way upon your body upon your heart And so for all that you have to do today, may God's peace, his shalom be upon you and guide you and lead you. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. Have a great day. Be blessed. May God's presence rest upon you. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, You can look us up on Facebook or Instagram, or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.